everybody. Why is Michael dying of laughter? I don't know. Hi. <laughs> Michael, are you we're live, right? Yeah, we're, we're live. Oh, no, wait. Are we doing a podcast? We are. Oh, oh all right. That's not what Jesus. I was laughing at. <laughs> this isn't my uh, fantasy draft. <laughs> Good Lord, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Who's in charge of this thing? Because it's in charge of this not episode. Me. I think he's muted. Yeah, he muted himself. We can't hear you, man. We can't hear you, bro. Uh, okay, so like I was saying, it's my movie. I'm not in charge, though. Roundtable it out. You know, the <laughs> and then he's like, "Fuck off, I'm out." Peace. No, 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 no. You know what the film is? I know. Classic, Eddie Murphy. We can jump right into it. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Starting with you, Michael Colby. I did not like this movie. <laughs> of course he didn't. Of course um, he didn't. Eddie Eddie Murphy. Uh, the first thing I ever saw from Eddie Murphy was Raw, and that Classic. thing is between 30 and 45 minutes of just homophobia, and I was like, oh, God, if this is his movie, and this is him in that movie, in the first five in the first like five minutes of him being on the screen, he's calling police officers the hard F-bomb. He calls people that in in jail. Yeah. He sucks. I hate Eddie Murphy. <laughs> like, I think he's the worst. Um, because his his comedy is completely like whatever. But that's not. But this movie is so much homophobia and racism. Dan Aykroyd in blackface. Are you fucking kidding me? Everything about this movie is miserable. As the only Canadian on this show, seeing Dan Aykroyd pull out the blackface was very, very, um, well, I didn't feel very Canadian. Let's just say that. I was hurt as a Canadian. Um, Do you think that was his idea, though? No, of no, course no. no. It was a Coke thing. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm a Dan Aykroyd fan, too. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm a Dan Aykroyd fan, and he's good in this, and... Uh, there's one saving grace form. I mean, he's as good as Dan Aykroyd gets like doing like he did a thing and he stuck with it. Like he played that character. He was, um, very, he was very much Dan Aykroyd playing this, playing a part. Like any, anytime he spoke, I'm like, Oh, this dude is putting on like a voice. Yeah. And I mean, acting, but ideally you don't see the division between Dan Aykroyd putting a voice on and Dan Aykroyd as the character. Yeah. But I, I saw it in this. Anytime he had to be like, there was this a division gentleman of... was the one who accosted me in the street. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> go it's back like to Dan Aykroyd, what he thinks, <laughs> thinks rich. What he, yeah, yeah, what he thinks rich people sound like. Before he was mm -hmm. actually rich. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think there was one saving grace in this movie, and it was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Because she's, I mean, she's great. She played a good character in this. Um, not in it nearly enough. But, Agreed. I mean, she was the only, like, good person in this movie. Um, and at, the so, yeah. representation of Philadelphia was pretty, pretty spot-on accurate. Mm -hmm. um, they... The, Philly gets a bad rap um, 
but it's called the city of brotherly love because people in Philly love each other. Like, <laughs> like if you mess with somebody from Philly, like you're going to get fucked up. It's, it's outsiders. It's that, the little brother that... syndrome, like in a family, like everybody, like if you're from Philly, you're allowed to shit on Philly or, and shit that's on the people right. of Philly, but ain't nobody else is allowed to shit on your city that's, or your people. Like that's exactly that's right. Family right there. Yeah. And they do a good job of representing that because like Jamie Lee Curtis, is walking around and she's talking to everybody like as long as you're not the rich assholes in this movie everybody got along and it was it was shot mostly in philly and you could really see that um they yeah they did a really good job representing philly and even though it was completely gratuitous you got to see jamie lee curtis topless twice in this so i mean i can't complain about that either we don't uh, Dylan, can we name this episode uh, the the fifty times Michael said Philadelphia in an episode? Because I think he said Philly. it. He said Philly like <laughs> fucking like twenty times in a row at one point. Well, it was one of the only things that I liked about this movie, so I'm gonna talk about. I, I wouldn't it. have known that Philadelphia was something you liked about this by the number of times you said Philadelphia in that, making me say that fucking word like twenty times in a row here. Well then just shut up and let somebody else talk for a second <laughs> oh damn what do you think man i i liked it it's i'm uh i love 80s movies it, it's, it's probably gonna be one of the highest reels i've gotten i've given so far so besides one of my movies i'm talking about other people's movies but right. i like other than like when dan Aykroyd was had the blackface on like i didn't really think i didn't have a problem with it until he broke character until he broke the Jamaican character. And then I was just like, okay, now it's racist. Michael, my, oh, <laughs> now it's racist? No, Michael. No, Michael. Didn't have Hold a on. problem with whoa, whoa, the blackface. Are wait, you wait, fucking Michael, kidding me? No, not until he broke character. Stop, stop. Not until he broke character. We, have, not, we, we can't say shit thing I've on ever heard anything. Say. We, need, we need to get the man himself, who is the only one who can technically comment on this at all, because none of us have any right to comment. Darren, how did you feel about <laughs> Dan Aykroyd in blackface? Well, I mean, of course we know it's all wrong, but I tried to like, I always try to put myself in the funny. mindset of when, when I watched the, when I watched the movie. And so at that time I was so young, I didn't really understand that as to be as mockish and racist as it truly is, you know, cause I was a kid. I mean, they had it in Looney Tunes cartoons, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like seriously. So um, at that time, I didn't. I didn't. I probably just didn't think to. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought it was just think about it to okay. be a black guy really, really bad. Like, <laughs> like just a poor representation of a of, of a black guy. But I didn't think of it like how I do now. So the, it's bad. It was. It, it wasn't thing about this, was cool, but you know, the weird thing about this is I'm the oldest one on this panel, and I was. I was four <laughs> years old when this movie came out. So nobody here saw this movie until they were like, if you saw it when you were a kid, you didn't <laughs> understand it. And if you saw it after you were like old enough to understand it, it was late enough that you knew that this shit was not yeah. cool. Like yeah. it, there's, right. you know, nobody here saw this in 1983 and went, Oh, this is fine. That was one. So no. yeah, I was I was, I was four years old. So my yeah. parents hadn't met each other. Yeah, I was exactly. I wasn't even a gleam in my daddy's eye. Like yeah, yeah. No, not so even. so like this shit. That's this hilarious. shit sucks. 
it, okay, it well, can you take that part of it out? <laughs> you didn't find well, any of money, Michael, though? Like, the, the blackface it has Eddie Murphy written all over it, though. You know that was Eddie Murphy doing, hey, let's put him in blackface. That really pissed a lot of people off. And that had Eddie yeah. Murphy written all over it. So that's why I really didn't have a problem with it. And then he broke character, and then you just have a white guy with the blackface on. And I was like, okay, now I have a problem with it. But other than like some a, a, a few words, I enjoyed this movie. I mean, I think it was just I looked at it too as like a young Eddie Murphy and a young Dan Aykroyd, and it was still like you know these these guys are classic actors, and this was them young, and it was still really funny, and it also had characters like the Statler and the Waldorf character. Those were those became Muppets. Those are classic characters, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so there's a lot of stuff from this movie that other movies have taken. That's been uh, what do we call like say on this show callbacks? Yeah, the callback. Yeah, it's a callback. Lots of callbacks to stuff that's referenced in this. Movie. We need a graphic of that. We at one point, whenever someone says callback, we have to have something just come on. And Chris, maybe Chris Harvey yeah. going, "It's a callback," yeah. and then goes off, "It's a callback." You know what? We have that type of animation. What's up? On uh, bet that with Dan and Jerry on Thursdays. Yeah, oh, we do, we do have that. Hmm. <laughs> yes, 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 right. we do. You're welcome. <laughs> DL is now like fuck. <laughs> I have to no, he, he did it. That's why I said it. Like, oh, shit, do it for you. That's yeah, awesome. Oh, shit. I have yeah, no, nothing but time for the next week. So, but well, I think in in regards to what Michael's saying, I think he has a point that in modern sensibilities, this movie isn't doesn't being hold made. up. No, it's not but being made. Those four words that I bring up when we watch a movie from before 1995 is that it's a product of its time. Exactly. And we can condemn it from our current viewpoint while recognizing that at the time. While it was criticized at the time by by groups of people, right, it was not the complete. It was not the damning like thing that it currently is. And right. you can look at it and criticize it for that through our modern lens. Mm -hmm. I would have been more comfortable with the movie if it hadn't had that. There were, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is in a costume that is doesn't require anything like that. But I don't think that it necessarily. I mean, her her costume is like problematic in the modern lens for different reasons but like <laughs> I, think I, I love how you're trying to say so p like politically correct right now <laughs> uh, you know why not <laughs> he's like he's like i'm i'm staying on this line i am not zach's, getting off this line zach's not here today to get worked up so i have to kind of ride the line as possible but i'm never as passionate <laughs> as that guy gets so i'm just not Jesus, even gonna try no. and fake it <laughs> he's insane I I, sometimes i i thought this movie had moments I thought which were really funny and I'd never seen it. And um, Zach and I were talking about it earlier today. And he told me that he wishes I had seen it back in the eighties. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I get it after watching this mm -hmm. because yeah. this movie, when you look up financial, I mean, if you ever look up financial comedies, I'm sure Phil has um, mm -hmm. this movie is always held up as like the crown standard. This and like working girl are the two that everybody talks about. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can kind of see why it made a mark because this thing is kind of subversive and like rowdy and it's rough so around the it, edges. It, but it grabbed <laughs> the culture of what was Wall Street at the time, which mm -hmm. is people not giving a fuck, swearing, dropping the hard Fs, you know, making those derogatory comments that created the bro. But at the time, it they didn't mean it like. Oh, I, I guess some may have mean, meant it offensively. That's the only way you can mean that. <laughs> this is what this is what I think. Um, I think at the time so, they were 
trying to make the movie an emphasis on role reversal of rich versus poor. Yeah. And what they were trying to push is like, this is what this movie is about. A funny, like, Hey, now you, you're going, they were taking a satirical look at life. Yeah. From yeah, the rich and, and the poor and how stupid Wall Street is. And I fully agree, Wall Street is stupid. Like Michael, as capitalistic as I am, I wouldn't have a problem if I'm making a billion dollars and I'm being taxed and paying my fair share of taxes. I fully believe that is fine. I don't believe that you can be making a $150 billion and paying $2 in taxes. I don't believe in that. I believe in fair paying of taxes. Everybody should be pulling their own weight. Like that, that's the type of Canadian capitalist I am. I want that clear. Canadian capitalists do that. We pay our we try to pay our fair share um but you americans make it a little hard but like that was what the in the 80s you know that's what wall street was it was full of bros that did coke that dropped hard f's didn't give a fuck about anybody's pc because it's bro culture it's all the purest toxic masculinity because we're all trying to show off and so we have to just go harder and if that cool bro is dropping the hard f then i have to drop the hard f because i want to be cool and be better than him and then you have the guys in uh coming from the poor eddie murphy's character coming from the believable and i'm using air quotes here like yeah. urban poorness where they they are also living in a uh bro toxicity as well where they have to show off so they're dropping the hard ass as well because there's this whole stigma at the time that if you're gay you know you're weak you're not actually that this badass superhero because like excuse me i think anybody who grew up in the 80s that is that has has come out of the closet during the 80s and was like proud like fuck you guys are badasses like that's where i stand on that because like you they they were facing movies like this you have uh, like celebrities like just throwing that out and not giving a fuck like this movie i know it is a product of its time it's taking a satirical look at the stupidity like we can take our modern lens and look at it it was trying to be satirical in the lens of what the rich and the poor is and the culture that was going on there and that it's bad but unfortunately because it's popularity more people were like well if if all of wall street is like this in this movie and they didn't see the satirical look at it but hey um not everybody can be a cultured renaissance man like me yeah there's actually phil i don't know why you're sucking up to me today but i appreciate it <laughs> it's because um, you've been hating on me in the group so much for not showing up <laughs> so i thought hey you know what i'll be nice to michael this is a good movie to actually hate on because it, it's not the best movie out there so might as well suck up to michael as much as possible before yeah, I, uh, I, I make mean, him watch my movies which he you thoroughly hate <laughs> oh i'm yeah i'm not gonna take it easy on i on know me. you're not <laughs> but uh but yeah that as episode is gonna be such a letdown after all this build up i swear to god <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even gonna show up i'm just gonna be like no it's no, been it's six be... months of build up and we're, we're gonna get just kind of like this wet noodle of an episode where it's like i don't like boondock saints <laughs> you know what we should just oh no i have it. i have plenty to say it. about it don't What's even worry about it. what we're gonna be saying is what the problem i have with boondock saints is i didn't see any licenses did you ever see them show their license <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem and you know what i just can't watch it in this type of society so a four yeah, no 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 it's not they good. kill a cat as a joke in Jesus that movie fuck. that's all i'm gonna say not funny yeah, um just, but anyway uh uh, getting hilarious. back to trading places, <laughs> it did remind me the first time you see Eddie Murphy. Um, it did remind me when we were down in, uh, put it up on the counter, Philly, the one time to go see a concert. Uh, a group of friends of mine were walking uh, towards the venue, 
And a guy came up to us with no legs on a skateboard. And he said to us, he goes, he goes, hey, man, I remember you. You were here last week and you felt bad for me because I have no legs. So you gave me five dollars. Smartest and motherfucker alive. I we love We did, in fact, feel bad because this man had no legs. We did, in fact, give him $5, and we were there a week before, but none of us remembered this man. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we definitely didn't give him $5 the week before. So that was um that is realistic. i have to give my fucking hat off to that motherfucker because that's a genius <laughs> fucking way because everybody's gonna have to give five dollars because if you forget and you say well you're a j dick because you forgot a guy without legs yeah so you have to oh. you would yeah, think no. you remember a guy without legs though if you ran yeah. into one yeah we, especially yeah, especially when especially did, and we ran we've run into down. him since then but that was the first time that we ran into that guy. But I do know, like, there's one guy down there um, who reminds me of Hollywood. He he sell he sold flowers um, underneath the one bridge, and then um, he actually built it up. Like we saw him build this this flower selling business up, so that he ended up with a cell phone. He had three other homeless people working for him selling. I the love flowers it. For him. Yeah, like nice. there's a lot of ingenuity in in homeless people because yeah. you sort of have to be. Um, but yeah, I mean that guy ended up. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. I haven't seen him in years. But it, I mean, there's still people selling flowers under that same bridge. He probably has a couple more franchises out there. That, you know, I'm he thinking he probably has an apartment. Like, you know, yeah, like that's a capitalist you're okay George with. Like, me being a capitalist is wrong. What? What? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you think that's his only bridge, man? He's expanded, man. You got bridges all right. over the city, baby. Yeah. yeah. There's bridges everywhere, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're really. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Hobo hotels and shit. Man's going to be rolling in the hobo money. <laughs> like I got, he's going to be rolling $5 like all day, every day. Doesn't matter what that day was it is. a different guy from the five dollars guy. I'm sure the five dollars guy went home to his apartment after you know skimming five dollars off of a couple hundred people a day or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, that has that that has not that much to do with the movie except for the fact that Eddie Murphy pretends that he's a um, legless blind uh, veteran. <laughs> which uh, like honestly i did not laugh once while while i was watching this movie can somebody tell me a funny part of this movie because Michael, i i got inside. none okay you're dead inside that's you're why dead. You're, you're dead Your heart inside. is black son yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> i'm just playing man I, um I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, if you, I just like Eddie Murphy, man. I like Eddie Murphy. I like Dan Aykroyd. I think they. I thought, thought it was just a funny movie. Just, if, I, but I, again, it's how you look at it. I really do. I really think. Yeah, it's, and it's and how Jerry you and you, movie. Jerry and you know that uh, I've yeah. started watching movies, mm -hmm. you know, with with an, a more open mind. Right. But right. when when literally everything, like as someone, I grew up in the nineties. I mean, I was born in 79 um, and I grew up through the 80s, sort of came into my sexuality um, in the early 90s. And even then it was rough 
So seeing somebody like Eddie Murphy, this huge star, just dropping F-bomb after F-bomb and, you know, just belittling gay people like it. it I mean, it hurts personally. <laughs> OK, like, we'll look it, at it like this. Do you think that per, perhaps he was just trying to compete with other comedians at the time that were also saying this? Uh, th I and mean, he might have been get into but, the game. Yeah, he might have been, but like, also he's talented enough that True. he could have rose above that shit and done something, you know, good for people instead of just sinking down to the level of people who are less talented than he is. True, I agree. But you said it was eighty-four, right? This came out eighty-three. This came 83. out eighty-three. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me check. Speaking as the only black dude. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm the only one. Okay. So yeah. Um, black dude, 1984 trying to be a movie star. And they tell him like, Hey, I need you to write off all these tags. Excuse me. I did not even say it. Sorry. All these F bombs and <laughs> say this and that, or, Hey, we're going to go get somebody else for the movie. Uh, I get that, but also, I mean, again, his his stand up comedy was written by him, and it was the same thing. True, true. But I'm just saying he was not the only one or the first. Oh no, that. like that was just the style of comedy that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was there at the time. Like it was very homophobic. Like yeah, it really was. And if it, you go it, back it, and look it, at it, like a lot of it, it was sucked then just as much as it sucked. Yeah, like now if you, because... if you, yeah, you think about it, like they really didn't have a lot of material. <laughs> They punched yeah. down a lot. Well, they, they, to be yeah, fair, they also didn't have any billionaires to go after because, like, they weren't very famous billionaires. You know, <laughs> they were only millionaires. And it's like, who wants to go after a millionaire? It's not worth it, you know? True. True. <clears throat> well, we were still in the 80s where it was okay to, like, revere. Well, okay, it's still okay today in a lot of people. But to revere millionaires, like, so, like this kind of glorifies trading because it shows them at the end manipulating the market in order to make their own fortune which sure i mean this was also the time of like wall street like greed is good like that's all these movies were focused around finance movie i like mm -hmm. See, Michael, sure. that's, that's a movie that i like <laughs> wall street that's wall a good street. wall street's a great movie his but character definitely was out of uh lifestyles like some robin leach type lifestyles of the rich and famous of that era in the 80s yeah Sorry, I did not mean to cut you off, Phil. If I did, I really no, didn't. no, it's fine. I'm used to it. Michael likes to cut. I me do off, mean so. to cut Phil off. I um, wasn't. I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I, <laughs> Jared, we know you have like a three-second delay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if, you don't have if a three-second delay, no, I Darren, don't. not today. <laughs> you don't. It's a couple seconds. <laughs> not today. You don't. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if we're just if we're talking strictly movie structure. I could have used a little bit more of Eddie Murphy getting acclimated to being rich yeah, because he fun. kind of goes from being a, a, a slob. He has that one party scene. And mm -hmm. then during that party, he's like, oh, no, you know, this is my nice stuff. Everybody get out of my house. Now I'm a, a sophisticated rich person. Like, that's all we have as far as character growth goes. Right. In a in a strictly like if we're talking strictly movie structure, like that's that's bad writing. That's you know, give me a little bit more character development on Eddie Murphy, you know, rather than just deciding during one scene that he likes being rich and that he's just gonna kick all of his old friends out of his house. 
like that. Do, do you agree as a as a writer? What do you what do you think? Oh, me? Well, you're the only writer, only writer here, bro. My, my sound cut off when you address. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, Sorry. okay, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I wonder what just to his his point. Do you agree or disagree? I, I could have used more time of him getting used to it, but the movie's already almost two hours long. Um, and I'm not sure where, what I would have replaced to fit that in. Um, maybe just a little less meandering. Like, this is kind of in the era of movies where these establishing shots at the beginning and the opening credits are like five minutes long. The opening credits and are so long. And it's just a bunch <laughs> of people, like, sleeping in the garbage. And I'm like, yeah, I get mm -hmm. it. It's Philly. That's fine. Whatever. Um <laughs> So I'm not sure what I would have replaced to make room for that. Um, I know, I know what I would. Four have minutes and thirty seconds from the beginning. The no, <laughs> the just the shot. amount, just the amount that these guys are talking about pork bellies and frozen orange juice. Yeah. Like it's so boring. Like they're talking about this real ass commodities broker shit. And it's like, I don't care. You're trying yeah. to give me a comedy about a rich guy and a poor guy being swapped. I don't need to know the ins and outs of commodities training. And then when they do try to explain it to Eddie Murphy, they're talking to him like he's a fucking five-year-old. He's an adult man who has <laughs> survived that long on the streets. Like, give the man some credit. But yeah. no, because he's a... A Negro, they which they say in the movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, got age restricted twice. I mean, they say that, and they go they further than that too, which I'm not definitely yeah. not going to do. I, I, I'm wondering, Michael, how how far are you going to push that barrier? That's <laughs> as far as I'm going to push it. But they say it. They say it so much in this movie, and it's a bunch of old rich white guys saying it, and it. So it sucks as much as you know the homophobic shit. I, I'm just I can't not watch this movie through the lens of you know myself as a person and the times that we're living in. Like I'll give you know a couple of offhanded things. You know that that can get if a ninety eight early nineties all the stuff. 80s. were taken out the 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 racist and the homophobic stuff taken out and i was like only like maybe three percent in that movie like there was maybe two mm -hmm. parts in each act you would have been more okay with it um yeah i mean uh, uh, again what i i've said it before like when the villains of the movie are saying that shit that's fine establish them as villains but when eddie murphy is saying it and you know I don't know that Dan Aykroyd says anything, but like Eddie Murphy is using homophobic shit and like it, I don't like, I don't want to root for these people who are saying this terrible shit. I don't want to root for Dan Aykroyd in blackface. I don't, I don't want to root for this shit, yeah. but that's well, who you're giving yeah. me to root for in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a question for Phil as the like stock guy, as the as the investor guy. No, dead, <laughs> sincere question. Yeah. How accurate is the commodities trading in this? Oh, I have you, no idea. I don't fuck you don't, with commodities. You don't do commodities. No, no, <laughs> okay. I do basic like investing is supposed to be okay. boring. Okay. You, you, you buy <laughs> like you bought Disney or you apparently bought Disney, which yeah, is a $10. smart play. <laughs> hey, hey, that's small ten dollars. Yeah. If you do ten dollars a week into Disney. 
you'll have fucking money. Like obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. There's better. I can sell there's... out my fellow working men by buying a place so I can rent that property to them. There you go. Start, start small. Start small. Start small. Just, <laughs> Dylan, I don't want to put you up first. against the wall when the revolution comes to. I'll be I'll be dead by then of my own hand. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, just sign over your assets to me, though, please. Okay. Sign over. I think that goes. I can I can do that across the border. Right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's okay. cool. Don't worry. I'll, I'll create a company if I have to. You can. I'll, I'll, I'll send buy it to you your by life. beaver pelt. There we go. <laughs> yeah, exchange the beaver pe- uh, pelts, please. Uh, I like them. Exchange They're gonna keep me warm. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie is uh, something special. Yeah. So well, I mean, Michael said a lot about it. I mean, yeah. I really. Yeah. He he gave me a whole nother way to look at it, you know, and I I I completely agree. agree like he can't look at it any other way than the way he looks at it. That's cool. I understand. And, and Michael's not the d- demographic for this movie. It was oh, Eddie, no. it was fans of Eddie Murphy who are used mm-hmm. to Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. using such language, like and being that that's what they're expecting of Eddie Murphy. So if you're not a fan of Eddie Murphy, you're not going to enjoy this movie. Like how Chris loves Mark Wahlberg so much and i i can take it or leave it but like <laughs> he's always gonna love mark Wahlberg movies where i'm gonna be like no they're not that great they're 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 passable if anything it's mark Wahlberg just trying to act um but it it's eddie murphy f- for for fans of eddie murphy's comedy doing it and obviously michael and i are falling far outside that that era of his comedy Michael more than me. I'm just, I just gotta yeah, say, and I'm, it's no I'm daddy not a, daycare. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but love the mighty have fallen. That's huh? movie too. That is a That's funny also, movie. At least you uh, see his growth. He didn't like stay in this box that he's right. in. I mean, you definitely see huge growth with Eddie Murphy throughout. Oh, every movie. Eddie, like, I think he has come out like he has come out as like apologetic for that shit. I think that I era. think. I seem yeah. to remember him getting caught with, uh, with like uh, uh, someone, yeah, with like some sort of <laughs> prostitute that whatever, and that sort of. Um, I'm not exactly. I don't exactly remember, but when it happened, I do remember them using a lot of like transvestite type language, which I, like I don't know exactly what was going on with the, with that person. So I don't want to like talk about that yeah. particular thing, but I think after that happened, he, he was apologetic for, for a lot of the shit that he like said in his comedy, but like, I don't know, man, it, this movie, like you said, it was almost two hours and it sort of has, it, it it's very it's very meandering it's it's not really going anywhere and then all of a sudden you know we switch places and that's fine and then we get dan Aykroyd coming into a big party you know dressed as just the filthiest santa you've ever seen like he would <laughs> not have been allowed into this party dressed like he is was there a scene a where he got that santa suit did he steal that from someone or because Jimmy I totally Curtis. missed okay, him yeah. getting that. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 like, I don't know why he's filthy. I don't know why he's in that, except for quote unquote comedy. Um, and then we're on a train 
doing stuff like there's so much <laughs> stuff that's happening in this movie but nothing gets explained and then you know there's a gorilla being which you know like as soon as you see this gorilla you know that some shit's gonna happen with this gorilla and fucking one of his handlers i i thought was david johansson but it no. ended up being fucking Al Franken. Future so Senator there was the another United disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan with his, the Daily Double. I have his book on my fucking bookshelf over here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whose book? David Johansson's book? Uh, Al Franken's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Found it at the thrift store. Why not? <laughs> I mean, Senator of the United States talking yeah, Al about a dude falling asleep with a gorilla. Al Franken's fine, but he wasn't in the New York Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I have no idea what that's, you guys are talking about. That's a about. reference for just me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ten years from now, Michael's going to be listening so back is. to this episode, being like, "Oh yes, that joke. Oh, I'm so witty. I'm so comical." Michael, <laughs> son of a bitch. What are you talking about? Ten years from now, I listen to our episodes when they come out, and I go, "Man, I'm the." <laughs> only funny one no, on i'm talking show. about in 10 years you're gonna still be doing that you dumb oh absolutely <laughs> i think i'm great thank you for ruining my joke congratulations <laughs> thank you it it kind of re- yeah it does ruin it when you have to explain the joke to the person you're telling it to <laughs> <laughs> sarcasm apparently is lost on michael it doesn't work in an audio medium nah, <laughs> yeah makes sense <laughs> so i'm gonna yeah. go through uh zach actually left his opinion in the group chat yes uh and I'm sure I would be getting a hard time from him if I didn't read it out loud. So this is Zach's uh, just final words. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Cool. Okay, we're good. Okay, I didn't know if it was a backing track or not. Okay. Zach says, (laughs) I'm vexed by this movie, which is weird, because if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have said it was a pretty solid Murphy Aykroyd Curtis flick. Nope. Weirdly dated and kind of pointless. So angry at the first 30-ish minutes, but damn, did I laugh hard a few times. Also, how does the trading work? And then I'll go into his reels in, at the end when we do reels. Um, but yeah, he's. I, I feel like this is kind of aligned, at least with me, where it's like, this movie is, I, I see why people liked it at the time. And as time has gone on, I'm like, maybe this is just benefiting from like inertia a little bit, where people liked it so much in the early days that the people who made the opinions... I've kind of passed it on. Right. Yeah, I think it's it's a nostalgia wheel going on for this movie. Like Which, people watched it when it first came out, like in theaters, and when it came out on like VHS, mm-hmm. we're like, oh my god, this is so funny because it was at near the height of Eddie Murphyness and Dan Aykroyd. You know, their SNL was huge. They're popping mm-hmm. off, so they're loving it. And then they they remember their whole life going, oh, that's so great. And then they come back to it and they realize it's not that great anymore, but it's too late because they've passed on the love to another generation. So the hate cycle can continue. <laughs> I did see a I love the motion picture voice. I <laughs> You're welcome. A giant framed photo of Ronald Reagan on somebody's desk. And I threw up. Yeah. <laughs> Reaganomics, God, baby. Yeah. Reagan. Uh, yeah. Let's not get into that, but like it's just <laughs> Wait, it's let's so, not. It, it's, it's Phil's so and Michael's weird. new podcast, Reaganomics. The, <laughs> the the like worship of money in this movie, like 
if you're not no it don't tell don't roll your eyes at that that is what this movie is about like if you're rich you're great and if you're poor you're bullshit yeah i mean much. This that's kind of how was, it is now though <laughs> yeah michael, that's how michael, it is now and michael i just want to explain something now. The more money you have, the more freedom you can buy, meaning you can do more things with your life and enjoy life. That's what money brings you. It brings you freedom. You have to look at money as bringing you freedom, buying back your time so you get to do and enjoy things, you know, that you don't have to work with asshole clients. You can do whatever the fuck you want, like go to yeah. Venice and become cultured. Yeah, but now fewer people have enough money to do that because they're hoarding all of it. Not everybody money, can be a like millionaire you guys had anymore. printed like seven trillion dollars just last a couple of months ago. Money yeah, isn't and being hoarded. how much it's, of that are we going to see? Fucking well, fucking zero go and make it. a job, start a side hustle like so many people have over COVID. You should start a podcast. Ah! <laughs> uh, uh, so Michael, this movie, this movie script was started uh, writing in the early 1980s, which co coincided with that particular election. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm not shocked whatsoever about this. Um, oh, no, I'm not shocked about any of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the I mean, 80s was, I, mean, I don't understand bit, the nostalgia for this time period because it it's pants. horrible. Pants. It was the pants. Teetering on a fine line talking about the 80s, buddy. The Watch 80s, <laughs> like, if you were a kid in the 80s, the 80s had some cool ass kid shit. But to be an adult in the 90s, like real life stuff from the 80s sucked. Like it was all, like it was all terrible. <laughs> it was all racism, homophobia and greed. Like that's all the 80s was for adults. The 80s had great kid shit. The the cartoons, the toys, you know, fucking all of it's awesome. But the adult stuff from the 80s you can keep it and you, you you're going to have to keep, well, you are keeping it because you're not giving it to your kids. If you were an adult in the eighties. So a little bit of trivia guys, this originally was developed for Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Makes more sense. Yep. Makes a lot more yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah and right. it, maybe the movie was yeah. done maybe five years too late. Yeah. Like you, you back right, it yeah. up those two in there and I mean, of course, Michael's still having the same conversation, but, you know, it's... it's <laughs> you yeah, may have laughed one or two more times. I, yeah. I like Richard Pryor's stand-up, um, but I don't like his movies. But I, he's one of those guys. Yeah. I have a lot of I have a lot of stand up comedians that I like their stand up, no, but not. No, their his movies. stand up is far mm -hmm. better than the movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, way better. Definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, hey, I don't know if y'all want to continue talking about this or not. We can get into reels. I'm good. Yeah, I think we can go into. <laughs> I don't know reels. that I have a whole lot else to say about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we, I think we covered all the bases. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to reiterate. I like Jamie Lee Curtis in this. Yes, I, <laughs> I want to double down that we all agreed on. Good in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is always great. Like she's yeah. hilarious. She she plays like a strong character. You know, when she explains, you know, what she's doing, mm -hmm. it's like sex positive. It's positive for sex workers. You know, she's like, I have a plan. I know what I'm doing. I have a bunch of money in, you know, I know exactly how my life is going. And I'm a sex worker now, but that's for three more years. And 
you know, awesome. You know, yeah. she's she's a character in this movie. And I don't know why nobody else was <laughs> written as anything but these stereotypes. Like, she could have very easily been written as, a dumb you know, just sex worker. the, yeah, the quote unquote hooker with the heart of gold trope. But she wasn't. Classic. She was written as a like strong. She was a character. She was a character, period, a full character yeah. and not a stereotype like the others. Yeah. And she was vital to the plan that they pulled off to, you know, to get the money and, you know, make it down to where the Virgin Islands or whatever. Um, so, yeah, she whatever was she was the only good on the actual end. character. All right. Well, let's get into reels in. Yeah. I'll go first. Screw it. No, no one else talking. I'll go first. <clears throat> I did like it because it's an edit. I like it. It's Eddie Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy. I love his stand up. I love anything Eddie Murphy touches, except for his newer stuff because it's kind of family stuff. But right. anyways, it's a, like I like the movie. Other than a couple of uh, parts where you're kind of squeamish, it's it's okay. So I gave it an eight on the reels, and it's you could definitely see two old men, two rich old men in the eighties betting a dollar on something like this, and just completely fucking up two people's lives. You could definitely see that, and you can see that now. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it probably happens now, <laughs> but who knows? But yeah, I'm gonna give it a solid eight. I loved it. I, it's a good movie. Other than a few parts, it's a good movie. All right. I'll go. Why not? Uh, first of all, I'm going to give Zach's opinion because he gave a real count. He said five. Um, said he remembered it more fondly than he did watching it. Yeah. Uh, and I match up on him with this. I'm giving it a five. Um, there were parts I thought was funny. And in general, honestly, I thought you could probably remake this nowadays and it, with some updates. And it would still be real, pretty relevant as far as that goes. Maybe make it into like a... I mean, I'm always hesitant to recommend this course of action, but do some sort of social media twist where you get to compete to get views or something. I don't know. Uh, something like that. There's that movie where you have to do increasingly crazy dares for your Nerf. YouTube channel or something. Nerf. That's one of them. Nerf. Like Guns, of Kim- of them Guns Akimbo mm-hmm. is one. Oh, I, that movie, one. though, is great. Guns <laughs> Akimbo is fucking amazing. Guns Akimbo is <laughs> fine. Um, this movie gets a five. Um just for the reasons I listed. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm giving this movie a three. Um, it, I, I love Eddie Murphy, but this, like, if I had seen it back when it, like, when I was younger, I was like during the height of racism in the world, like the 90s and 80s, pretty much, where it's pretty much higher now. I don't know what's going on. But uh, the nostalgia factor is probably what people remember more about this movie because this movie is just. Like the only reason it's getting a three is because the three looks like boobs, and you get to see Jamie Lee Curtis's. That's the only reason. That's that's the only reason. <laughs> I'm so does an man eight, here. Phil. What? So what? does an eight, Phil? Yeah, but no, an eight. An eight is too many boobs. Uh, I like the top-down look. Uh, thank you very much. That's all I got. That's the only reason I'm giving a three because that's it. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> this is a family show. No, it's not. Oh, we're not when I'm on. Oh yeah, we are a family, so it's true. No. Oh my god, because it looks like boobs. I'm giving this also a three because it's a, it looks terrible like movie. Um, it's a terrible movie. I, I, it, it's Jamie Lee Curtis is like, if it was up to me, I would give this as like if it if it was somebody else besides Jamie Lee Curtis, I may have given this a one, 
but her like her in this is she's so good um but i do think they could remake this um put kevin hart in it like uh, as the eddie murphy role (laughs) or put jerry and blaze a movie star (laughs) in the remake hey i need a breakout role man with chris harvey with Chris, Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. Chris Harvey and Jerry and Blaze. Um, you, Dylan you, and I are going to write the uh, remake of <laughs> Trading Places. But yeah, this the premise isn't bad. But watching it now with the shit that's in here, um, I'm also not going to put Chris Harvey in blackface. That would be terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just... I. Uh, I'm really trying to do a Jerry and Blaze thing where I watch as, you know, a product of its time type of thing. I just could not do it. There was just too much in this movie and I just, I couldn't stand it. Um, so I'm going to give it a three. Um, yeah, that's it. You, you well, should I'm get high before you watch it. That'll put you in that place. <laughs> I'll I'll fall asleep, and also I'll probably get angrier at it because yeah, be it, it's just it's it's, <laughs> it's yeah. just too much. I can't. Yeah. I I literally can't with this movie. Well, I'm gonna give it a seven. Um, young Eddie Murphy, I believe, uh, was just one of his breakout roles. I think this kind of gave him a springboard into other other movies that he got. Um, so. I don't know how much say in this movie that he had with the lines or really anything. I really think they gave him the script and was like, you can do it or we'll find somebody else type thing back then. Cause he really wasn't Eddie Murphy yet. You know what I'm saying? He was just, he was still on the come up as we say. say. So yeah, still giving it a seven. Definitely understand. Um, it, it probably, I think I can't remember who said it. Probably the memory of it is more fun than the actual film. Maybe it was Phil that said that. Yeah, that would, that he, that perfect, exactly what he said. Definitely. So yeah, seven man. I've I definitely have movies like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. was yeah. a memory of was them. It's way better than rewatching. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great show, guys. Yeah. Are we <laughs> yeah. spinning a wheel? Are we doing a are wheel, we or am I waiting so we, for no reason? We have two options. We can spin the wheel, or we've been putting off John dies at the end, and we can just do John dies at the end on Friday. I already are watched John dies at the end. All right. Where's John Watt like, dies at the end on? What's I think I watched it's like on Netflix. It. It's on yeah, Crackle it's on too. It's Crackle on Crackle. Yeah, there's there's a cool. totally free way to watch it. Uh, All right, so we're gonna be watching J Date on Friday. Um, also <laughs> known as John dies at the end. I thought like whoa 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 what what what, what are we doing now? <laughs> John dies at the end. J Date. We're yeah, putting a profile up on J Date for <laughs> Phil better. <laughs> hey, I welcome it. I welcome it. Um, probably probably get better results than what my sister don't, did. Don't you have uh, to be Jewish to do that? Yeah, we can fake it. Look at him. Ow! Uh, well, I don't we actually know give what you a perm. Can we just end the show? Are we are are we being written? You know, as a Eddie Murphy movie in 1983 now? Yes, uh, yes, that's what we're, we're going to do. Goodbye. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, we got the wrong guy for that. <laughs> yeah right. Uh, all right, cool. I'm going first. My name is Dylan. Find me on some nobody stuff, twitching upstream, uh, talking upstream. Silicon Angels. We got some stuff in the bag. Uh, and real boys Mondays and Fridays, and uh, no time to pinch on Wednesdays most of the time. 
It's a fun show. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Bye. <laughs> I am Phil Better, the podcast mogul. I host a live show where I help you grow your podcast into the top 10% of podcasts worldwide and get you monetized every weekday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard on my Facebook profile and in my private Facebook group. Better. Why don't you do that podcast. for us, Phil? We're already a top 10% podcast, man. Then get us monetized, man. I can't. Whenever I bring up monetization, you keep yelling at me, Mike. Okay? Anti-establishment. Find me on Instagram, at Podcaster Feel Better, if you want to learn how to grow your podcast. Thank you very much. I'm out. Capitalist is leaving the bill. <laughs> Cut him off. He's done. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Dan, aka DL Smokes. I gotta get used to the whole name change thing. But Oops caught me smoking on uh, Saturdays at 9 p.m. live, and uh, the real the real boys, obviously, because I'm here right now. And um, bet that with Dan and Jerry on Thursdays. But tomorrow we have a Mamba special. So come watch us. Come watch us celebrate Kobe Bryant tomorrow, or join us. That's it. Michael Colby, um, I got uh, Jack Billings Presents uh, Haunted Apartment Complex. New episodes start tomorrow. Um, I love this terrible game. Uh, no time to binge on Wednesdays. Um, there's something else. And then I just finished writing something. It's like a podcast movie that's maybe the most batshit insane thing you'll ever see. So look for that coming soon. And uh, yeah, that's it. Follow me on Twitter at my neighbor, M-I-C-H-1. Bye. Jerry and Blaze, check me out on the Cloud Chronicles. Check me out on Bet That with Dan and Jerry. And on Thursday, check us out tomorrow for the Mama special, uh, the A24 special. And check me out on The Real Boys, man. We're doing big things. Uh, peace. Thanks for watching.